Hello, everybody. Praise the Lord. God is amazing in His love and His mercy that He wants to heal us. And uh, God's inviting you right now in today's scriptures to be a spiritual father, spiritual mother. Um, we're designed by God in His grace. As we reflect on a little bit of the scriptures for today's readings, we are designed by God to give new life. We're not designed to take life. That's why abortion, for example, is such an evil because it takes human life. It robs somebody of the opportunity of life that should be given to them because God created that soul. And because of our willingness to want to indulge our lust but not be responsible, we take the life of the unborn. And so this virus, this is the real virus. The real virus is selfishness. And God is allowing this virus right now because he wants to purify us, cleanse us, uh, repair damages done by an attitude of selfishness. And that selfishness takes many forms. It could be as simple as how we drive in traffic. It could be as simple as how we shop. Um, our selfishness is demonstrated in you know large uh, offenses like abortion, uh, euthanasia, um, uh, many things, um, you know, how we talk to people or do we listen or do we talk more than we listen? You know, I always say we have two ears and one mouth. That means we're supposed to listen more than we speak, right? And so it can be a great act of love and charity and, and, and spiritual fatherhood or motherhood to actually listen to the hearts of the people in front of us, okay? So I just throw it out there is, Today's readings, really, the first reading is about Abraham being a spiritual father of many nations. And the way that he became a spiritual father of many nations is, the, is because of his obedience in faith to God. Okay, so obedience in faith, that means believing in what God declares about you, about me, about us. Okay, what does God say about Michael, me, myself, Father Michael? What does God say about you? God declares us through baptism to be spiritual sons and daughters adopted into his family. We're all related in the blood of Jesus. You're my brothers and sisters. I'm your brother. I'm your spiritual father through the priesthood of Jesus. I'm also your brother and a spiritual brother to you. So we are all related in the blood of Jesus. One of the powerful things about us as Catholics especially is we all do drink the body, we drink the blood of Christ, we receive the body of, of Christ. And not, we don't believe that in a, just a symbolic way. We believe that literally. We eat and drink the body and blood of Christ. That means just like a baby in the womb survives by consuming, uh, being nourished by the body and blood of the mother, we all are, uh, we, we all are, are maintaining our spiritual life by being nourished by the body and blood of Jesus um, in the womb of the church, you could say. I like to think of the, the, the church space as the womb of the church. When you're at Mass, when you're at church, when you're here, um, when you're viewing the live streams of Mass, for example, you're in the womb, the umbilical cord connects to the altar, and the blood and body of Jesus are fed to you and strengthen you. Because without that umbilical cord, if you cut that umbilical cord or if if that umbilical cord gets it's tied in a knot, no life can flow to that child and that child will die in the womb, right? No different in the spiritual life. We, Jesus says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. 
So the Lord wants to give us all his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And as Catholics, we have the Eucharist, which is our very lifeblood. It's the source and summit. Um, that means it's, it's all in all. It is Jesus, okay? So we are called to um, receive that new life so we can give that new life. We're called to begin life givers, okay? Abraham, through his obedience and faith, gave life to many nations, not just a few people, but to nations. So how can you right now, wherever you're at watching this, how can you be obedient in faith right now? What is God inviting you to do in the midst of this virus? How can you be a, a bridge between heaven and earth? How can you let God's life flow through you um, for others? How can we be other-centered rather than self-centered? Um, my prayer is that the, all of us um, is allowing God, we're allowing God to defeat the true virus through this coronavirus experience. Um, God's first uh, order um, is not to get rid of the coronavirus. I mean, I know that might sound like, what are you talking about? Why would you say such a thing? Because God is a very aware of what's happening in our world today. He, it, this doesn't surprise God, okay? The virus doesn't surprise God. But God's allowing it. And he's allowing it because he wants us to rediscover who we are in his eyes. He wants to purify us of selfishness. And you know how you get purified of selfishness? You're forced, if you will, into a situation often that requires more of you than you can imagine you're able to give. Like when you are all uh, walled in in your homes right now or in your, you're in your families right now and there's a lot of tension or, or wherever you feel uh, like, you know, you just need your space. How many of you feel like, I just need my space? Or how many of you feel lonely? Like, I wish people were here at my home. I'm, I'm by myself here at home and I don't have anybody. So I don't know where you are, but bottom line is this, is God's inviting you guys. Please hear this. God is inviting you to go inside, close the door and meet God inside of you. This is the novelty, the beauty, the awesomeness of the New Testament. The whole point of the New Testament is what's new about it is God moves from heaven to earth and not just on earth, but he moves from heaven to earth and inside me, God is in me. I mean, think about that when you're laying in bed going to bed or when you're just eating lunch today or dinner um, or you're driving to work or, or, or you're just in your home with your family, that you are a temple of God. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. This is obedience. You want to be obedient to God right now? Believe in faith what he's declared in the New Testament, which is you are a dwelling place of the living God. The Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three persons, one God, lives and dwells inside of me. And often in our lives, the reason we get selfish is because we're not aware of that truth. And then we start grasping and expecting people to meet our needs everywhere. And we're looking for love in all the wrong places, all the wrong faces. We're striving to expect others to be for us whom God wants to be and whom God is. But we have to connect inside of us with God. Okay, so 
How do you become a life giver and not a life taker, right? A, a love giver, not, not like uh, latching on to people and, and sucking the life out of them. But we give life by becoming aware of the presence of God in us and sitting there and enjoying the presence of God in us. This is what the Blessed Virgin Mary is such a beautiful model and intercessor for us here on earth and all the saints for that matter. They intercede that we will let God in us be for us who he came to be. Now, I would invite you today, spend five or ten minutes, you know, pick, pick like two or three prayer periods during the day. Close your eyes for five or ten minutes and just simply call to mind the awareness that you are a temple, a church. You are a living tabernacle of God. That you live and he lives in you. And that he's with you right now, always, okay? So, I hope this feeds you. I hope this gives you some strength, some awareness. Because Abraham saw things because of his faith. Your faith informs your intellect to see things as God sees them. Not just as the world sees them. If we don't look any different from the world by the way we handle this uh, coronavirus situation... That probably means we are not in the spirit. It probably means we means we need to repent, turn away from our sin, cast down our idols. Lord, please forgive me for adopting and agreeing with the ways of the world, the flesh and the devil, and not agreeing with you, Lord, how you see this situation, what you're trying to accomplish and birth through our humanity, which is to become other Christs. We're called through baptism to become other Christs. So to agree with baptism, to let baptism happen to us, we're called to enflesh the word of God through our flesh, like the Blessed Mother. That's why we as Catholics have such honor and high regard for the Blessed Mother. We don't worship her, but we venerate her greatly. Why? Because we honor her. We honor our mother. It says, honor your mother and father. Well, if Mary's the mother of the body of Christ, where's the body of Christ on earth? I'm the body of Christ. You're the body of Christ. So Mary is our spiritual mother because without Mary, there is no Jesus. There is no Jesus without Mary. And Mary invites us to, she prays for us as her spiritual children to open ourselves like she did and does to the living presence of God that we might manifest the kingdom in our everyday life, by our attitudes, by the way we talk, by the way we carry ourselves in crisis, by the way we lead others in times of crisis. You know, how are you walking through this valley of the shadow of death? Do you fear evil or do you fear no evil because God is with you? God is not just with you, but he's in you and I, and he's so excited. This is opportunity, guys. I'll be honest with you. I'm very excited about what's happening right now because we are in a time of renewal. Do you understand that? Yes, things are, are not as convenient as they were. And they might never get that way. And imagine how would it be if things never got convenient like they used to be. If God's like, no, I want you to learn how to love one another. I want you to learn how to think like I think, speak like I speak act like I act. I want you to be partakers of my divine nature, as it says in the book of Peter, right? In the, in the New Testament, 
Peter says we are partakers of the divine nature. And you think about baptism is the, the, the gateway sacrament, confirmation, the empowerment of the spirit in my life so that I can be a public manifestation of heaven on earth of the incarnation of God becoming flesh through my flesh. You know, as you pray your rosary, what mysteries are you living? Maybe you're in the agony in the garden. Maybe you're you're filling the crown of thorns. Maybe you're being scourged. You know, you're struggling to fight against lust or pride or greed or, or sloth. Maybe you're fighting against discouragement or depression right now. That's the scourging, but don't let it be greater than the God who is in you because the God who's in you is greater than he who's in this world. So I encourage you, break your Bibles open, read your scriptures, participate in the sacred mysteries of Holy Mass. God, have mercy on us. Lord, renew us, refresh us, restore us. There's no shame in falling to our knees and saying, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I repent. I repent for letting the world, the flesh, and the devil take hold of me more than letting you take hold of me, God. I want a new day. So my prayer for you today, all of you, is that today will be the first day of the rest of your life. And may the Holy Spirit, I pray right now, Jesus, Jesus, you came to win the power of the Holy Spirit on that cross, not to just live outside of us, but to live inside of us. So, oh, Holy Spirit, have your way inside of me. Oh, Holy Spirit, birth Jesus inside of me and through me to the glory of God the Father. And may the power of the Holy Spirit bless you, strengthen you, and, and give you a reckless love for others. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen.